1: David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We
2: sure are. And you know we love talking about sex and sexuality, sexual pleasure, communication, consent, respect, and relationships. And hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because...
1: Well, great sex matters. And we all deserve it. We
2: sure do. So... Have you ever felt overwhelmed by high expectations for an upcoming event that you worry about setting yourself up for the big letdown? Wondering if you've exceeded a healthy dose of anticipation, excitement, or longing for your annual vacation?
1: Well, on today's show, we're going to be talking about a swinger couple experiencing a swinger cruise for the very first time. And we're going to find out if the highly anticipated bliss cruise was everything they dreamed
2: about. All right, let's take a moment to talk about a top waterproof blanket who sponsors our show because you need one of them because nobody wants to sleep in the wet spot and squirt is hot until it's not. And then I got to sleep in it. Poor you. Poor me. If you're fed up with sleeping in that wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets.
1: Our top waterproof blanket will protect any play space from messy massage oils, silicone lube, or any other sexy wetness. Just throw it down and get it on.
2: Throw the blanket down, not you down.
1: (laughs) The best thing is, it's easy cleanup. When you're done, you just throw it in the washer and dryer, and it comes out looking like brand new. Now available in two sizes and three color combinations. Order yours from Amazon today. Search top waterproof blanket. Great sex starts now.
2: It sure does, and so does our show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we are Carol and David, and we're so excited to introduce today's two special guests.
1: We have Tori and Sol here who are a married same-sex female Swinger couple. They're on board the Bliss Cruise with us and they're here for the very first time.
2: Okay, this is the Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. We are here with um, the Swinger Cruise on the Bliss Cruise. We just left Miami and we have some very special people who we've run into and who we've met before.
1: So we've got Tori and Soul from Torrid Souls. That's their brand, and they've got a wonderful story. I'm going to let them introduce themselves, if that's
3: okay with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. So I'm Tori. And I'm Sol. We are a same-sex female couple. We are both bisexual. And we've been together for over a decade. We don't like to put numbers on things because... <laughs> doesn't really matter (laughs) and uh, we've been in the lifestyle for about three years and what we do is we play with single guys so a lot of our play is threesomes
4: yeah the best way we describe it is that oftentimes in the lifestyle people come across couples that have joined the lifestyle because The female is bisexual, and so she gets her guy all the time and has a great time. But then she wants to add some of the feminine energy; she wants to play with women. So ours is very similar in that. That for us, we get this all of the time, and this works really well. So when we want to spice it up a little, we will go looking, usually for single guys. (laughs) Now,
2: hold hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes, I got. I got to get in here. But do you play with couples as well, heterosexual couples?
4: We haven't much. Like because there's my been a couple times. Coming up. Oh,
3: okay. <laughs> hold it, hold it, hold it. I see why we gotta put this <laughs> in here. Well, actually,
1: I was gonna ask the same question before David did. Do you have any exceptions Do you ever play with other women?
4: We had we did, I think, more in the beginning when we were trying to figure out where we fit and what it was all about for us. Right? Um, so we don't usually there's been, I guess, the odd occasion where if it's sort of flowing with the situation it's, like we had a
3: very rare yeah, yeah. okay and so it's, I think the, re- the way we describe it is that we have a romantic and sexual attraction to each other yes and we have a sexual attraction to men we were both married to men before and when we got together it was something where Tori says to me it would be hot to see you with a guy oh. and I'm like what and she goes no that would be so hot I've never got to see you with your former husband so this would have been something I would have loved to see we've later discovered that compersion is something that really describes who she is so we started out that way and we don't really have an attraction to other women okay well I, I mean to me that makes a whole lot of sense like it's all about spicing up the
4: relationship that you have so that's kind of fun and so how did you find out about the lifestyle How we found out about the lifestyle was originally one of those, like, sex expos or one of those type of places where, like, they do the booths and things like that. And there's a club in Toronto that we go to semi-regularly called Oasis. Let's shout
2: out. Judy and Richard our good friends and Fatima who yes. puts on all the shows there we've been there we've done our show from there they want us to come back last time we were there it was the coldest day ever in Toronto <laughs> it was like minus 40 degrees and we were out in the pool Carol's hair we froze were, we were
1: yeah it's amazing in the water, isn't it in the pool just because we had to do it yes exactly but the yeah. water is yeah.
0: awesome the it's like a hot tub the water
1: so everyone, it's a, a heated, outdoor heated pool. So the air temperature was minus 40 degrees, but the actual pool temperature was something like, I don't know, 105 or something, It was right? incredible. Yeah. There was
2: icicles everywhere, <laughs> and we, we love going there. And if, you, if, if wh- whoever's listening, if you are in the Toronto region, go to Oasis. It's downtown. It's close to everything, and you can be naked there day and night. So yeah. you
1: went to you met them at their booth and who were you talking to described to you the lifestyle that made it titillating for you
4: Yeah well basically I think there was women that were mostly at the booth and they were describing it as a really freeing Um, inclusive space where women could feel safe and express themselves and go into the pool naked or walk around naked and yes there was also the sexual side of things but it wasn't a requirement Um, it was just a very relaxed environment so they gave us a coupon to come for free or something like that or a discount
2: now let me ask you a question they gave you a coupon to come for free when you went there did you actually come (laughs)
3: <laughs> for free? Uh, I don't know about the first day. Yes. <laughs> I think we did, but it was basically a newbie night, so mm-hmm. it was. Uh, and we thought that would be a good introduction for us to go and get a tour of the club and just find out all the details of how this all works. And it worked out really well because they understood. Everybody there knows that everybody here is kind of new, and so we went off and tried a few things by ourselves. Yeah, the first
4: few times we attended we for the most part just played yeah, with each other. We just like yeah. to be just in a sexy happy. environment. Did you try every room? Like, aren't those rooms yes. cool? Yes, yeah, I think right. so. The and <laughs> <room>. way. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, <I> know, right?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> the swing in the dungeon.
2: <laughs> so, hmm. obviously when you go to an event like that or an event like this on the Bliss Cruise, you have great conversations amongst each other Carol and I do all the time especially when I do the things I'm not supposed to do and get in trouble (laughs) you're
1: so much better these days I'm getting better I'm getting better
2: what type of conversations did you guys have when you got home those first couple of times about did you see this what if would you try that
4: yeah, that's about the type of conversations, and it was okay. So we see that, and how would we do this, and who would we be interested in, and how would that play out? And what positions. Yeah. Could the, we uh, possibly figure out? Incorporate. Yes, because our first play session that we actually did invite a gentleman. To play at Oasis, that was the first time. I ended up with a bleeding nose.
2: So. Oh boy! Was his cock that big?
4: Uh, no, it was more pelvic bone. Oh, yeah. pelvic bone in my face while he was behind me. Okay. So
2: <laughs> so so so, tell me, how did you feel the first time you saw this guy with his cock and her pussy, which is normally where you belong, right?
3: It was interesting. I. You know, we always tell people, go as uh, fast as the slowest person. So I was the slowest person, and it it took a while for me to... Like, we take baby steps, and me watching this that's why we started podcasting because now we can talk about the things that but it uh, is a
1: different point of view I remember the first time seeing David so we, we were playing in the lifestyle together and we only play together but when you're side by side and having fun and you can touch each other it's cool and it's a different point of view also but then one day I was like I had to tap out because I was done and I just needed a break and I, I so I just sat on a chair beside and watched David continue and now I'm seeing David pounding another woman, and it was a whole different point of view. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was really the first time I saw my husband fucking somebody else, like for real, you know? Like it was like we were together before, but now he's fucking somebody else. It's
2: different, right? Yes, but yeah. you found it very cool seeing my cock going into her pussy. I
1: know, and it's not a view you get that often. But I was—it was the whole concept of it that yeah. So it's just different
3: seeing your partner yeah, now us, with somebody because else. We we play together so we still have that energy together and you know somebody is on the other side behind her or on the other side behind me we are still touching and we're yeah, still right, together right, so right. it's still it, it heightens the sensation yeah. because we're, we're still feeding off each other yeah. but we're both being yeah. um, right, excited like,
2: on a new level like a, a regular swinger you guys are emotionally monogamous mm-hmm, right you're correct. you're in love with each other you go home with each other but you use, not you use, you well. <laughs> enjoy other pieces of other people's bodies a little bit like a sex toy.
4: Yeah, it is kind of like that. We've talked about that where it is similar to that where adding someone is kind of like sort of a sex toy. But And it's interesting because sometimes people say, well, then if you just want the cock or if you just want that, it's like, no, you know what? It's a whole body experience Right. It's it not really like is. having a dildo.
1: It's very different no. from having a dildo, but it's still a similar concept. So now you guys have been in the lifestyle, you've done several events in the lifestyle, and now you have this idea that you want to come on this Bliss cruise.
4: How did that discussion start? Well, I'm the one who tends to book everything, so the discussion usually starts with me saying, hey, heard about this, want to do this? Um, And, of course, the Bliss cruise you have to book well in advance because they book up and they sell out. So, of course, this was booked, I don't know, a year and a half, two years ago. And... I think honestly, I started hearing about the Bliss Cruises from Tiff and Rachel from Sapphic Swingers podcast. Okay. So we started hearing that. We listened to theirs a few times, and they go every year and listening to their escapades. And we're like, hey, well, you know what? This could be kind of fun. Uh,
1: yeah, great. And so now this is, our, you've just arrived on the boat with what we said, but can you tell us a little bit about the preparation that you guys had, what you discussed, what you brought with you? Um, and tell us about some of your
3: expectations as well. We used to travel with backpacks. Now we have four, four suitcases. suitcases.
2: <laughs> Welcome to the lifestyle.
1: It is clothing optional,
3: right? Yes, of course. That's the thing. Clothing optional, and we have four suitcases because there's theme shoes? nights, and we wear different size shoes. Oh boy! Yeah, so we each so have, we have to have, have our set—a suitcase of shoes. Yeah, yeah.
4: And I think we have probably eight pairs each. So yeah, there is yeah. literally one suitcase of shoes and. Costumes, even, and this is funny. The costumes are the skimpiest things around, but somehow you still manage to take right. up that much I'm space. I'm like, how do we yeah. go
2: close to overweight yeah. with the skimpiest yeah. costumes? Do, because ever. there's so much. What if? Yeah. <laughs> what if I need this? And what if I, I, I might need this? And I, it's so small, I'm just gonna throw it in. Yeah. But
3: <laughs> and then you get hundreds of so smalls, and now your now your suitcase is overweight, right? Yeah. <laughs> what we actually do now is we go through the theme nights for whatever event we're going to be on. Right. And we set out the costumes and we put them in Ziplocs and label them oh, with what yeah, is supposed to go smart. with what. I actually right. have
4: a, li- a list on the front of it that says which shoes which go I, with okay, every guy. Which bra goes, cause, goes cause with this? Because when you're it. running back to your room to change, because we've done a lot of hotel takeovers and resort vacations, lifestyle. So when you're running to your room to get ready because you want to get out to the next thing, you don't want to be, oh, what shoes? Which earrings was that supposed right. to be? So Yeah. <laughs> no, that is very organized. Yeah.
1: Now, do you guys set up rules or limits of what you're going to do in the playroom or with each other or or any fantasies you want to fulfill?
0: For
4: the most part the way that we play um, tends to be Soul is the one who chooses. Kay. She's got amazing taste so I have no problem with that. <laughs> choose me, Hello. choose me, choose me.
2: We and only play together so that's not going to work. Okay <laughs> hey, baby, it's yeah. fine.
4: So based on that we will have a discussion she may we may meet someone and she lets me know yes okay she's really great at being friendly we're friendly with everybody we always say the main reason we come on to any sort of a takeover or now the cruise our main goal is to make friends yeah So we have met some most amazing people. We're finding that our swinger friends are way more fun in our vanilla world than our vanilla friends ever were. So that's probably our main goal is making friends. And then, of course, if it turns out that there's some gentlemen with a hall pass that soul is attracted to, then that's where we're going. Well, I'm glad (laughs) you mentioned that because I did want
1: to make sure everybody understands that this is a couple's cruise, first of all. And so to find a single man, it's not that he's here single, it would be a man and a couple with a hall pass. I'm pointing here because there's a tag that's gonna say hall pass on one of those gentlemen that you pick out, right? But my,
2: my tags say ladies, ladies, ladies. <laughs> I know, but honey. <laughs> two ladies. You're not a girl, honey. <laughs> no, but I want ladies. <laughs> so I gotta work this explain out. Explain in your own words,
4: what is a hall pass? Well, the way we see it is that a hall pass is given permission within whatever that couple's boundaries are to play outside without the wife present. Okay. So Or the, without yes. the husband present, cool. whoever has the hall pass. So All it's right. not
1: like the man is there, you're playing and the wife is watching. No, she's not even in the room. That's our understanding. Yes. That's, it. That's cool just
2: wanted to make so, that clear so basically what we're gonna do we're on the first day of the ship we just left Miami and we have Tori and Soul here and we're gonna follow them for the full week that they're here we're gonna do about uh, 20 minutes of the show we're gonna keep talking with them a little bit but then on the last day of the cruise you guys are gonna come back and you're gonna tell us how the experience was on the bliss cruise how you enjoyed the playroom that has about four or six hundred people in it and what it, the, what it, you felt like when you heard a hundred people having an orgasm all different sounds and ways yeah, and juices and right. everything and then of course all the people you met because we travel a week a month and it's all about the people the amazing people that you meet um, you're going to tell us about your hall passes we're going to talk about maybe some things that you didn't necessarily expect on the cruise that happened to you and um, the entertainment, the people, the um, other travel agents that are here. We'll maybe have Lynn from uh, the Swinger Cruise sit in and talk about you know, all the adventures and things that go on. So are there some fantasies that you guys think you're gonna wanna maybe fulfill while you're here?
4: Well I think having sex on the balcony when we're at sea will probably be great. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. That is I understand awesome. not allowed in port. We get that. <laughs> yeah. We heard the rules.
2: I do <laughs> and Carol and I will will suggest that you have sex in the outdoor playroom. It is incredible having sex during outdoors the day, during the day or at night with the sun night.
1: shining that's so cool it's just
2: different um, how about sex with a guy named David
1: <laughs> you said that already honey you don't have a hall pass he's but not I,
4: very clear no, he's know, really I'm not right. clear
2: but what I he I can wants. have a fantasy too
4: <laughs> okay
1: that's a good fantasy keep it in the little brain the little noggin over there
2: what are some other things that you're hoping to experience or explore
3: I think if there's opportunities to see guys together ah, yeah see that's a fantasy of mine I think that is Me so too.
1: hot. Yeah, I'm hoping to see that in the playroom. So, I'm David's not into it, and I get that. But I'm happy to watch, or maybe one
3: day you might participate. Uh, we never, never say neighbor. never.
2: We never say never. <laughs> yeah, but you but always have to
4: be happen. careful
3: with those nevers. Because yes. <laughs> if you get that opportunity, please call us, because we will be happy to watch front row. Well, we're gonna be happy to watch <laughs> also. We, we've
2: been in a couple of situations where a guy wanted to suck my cock, and one time he did with his wife. Yeah. Carol missed yeah. it found out about it and said you got to do that again because i want to watch right. and we did it the next yeah. night yeah. we were at desire and it was a, a couple that we're good friends with now yeah. and you know in the lifestyle just because you're something today doesn't mean you have to be a tomorrow or the next day and we we are always open to exploring and if the situation's right like carol is not bisexual she's not bi-curious she's bi-situational bi-selective Myself, selfish sometimes. <laughs> when it's good for me, I'm all in, right? right. With, with the right people and the right situation at the right time, I'm sure anything is is doable.
0: Yeah,
4: exactly. Yeah, so that's, that's well that, Those are
1: cool fantasies. So it's good that you've got something, and by, every day you might come up with
4: another one. So yeah, yeah. it's all good. you might see stuff that we are it can now be a fantasy. Who knows, right? <laughs> the yeah, get inspired.
2: The playrooms are incredible. Now, do you have any um, concerns? about being a same-sex female couple on the trip and um, how people are going to unfortunately maybe judge you?
4: I don't know if it's concerns necessarily. We've we've, uh, been in enough spaces that tend to be more heteronormic uh, where people are confused by us. So it's not concern so much as it we will usually expect to have to explain ourselves because people will either assume that we're two unicorns or they assume that we're uh, wanting to find the women on the cruise and play with the women so it usually requires a discussion and oftentimes people won't necessarily approach us first so we are the friendly ones that will go around and say hi 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 so that people aren't afraid oh, to approach cool.
2: and, and how do you deal with like in the lifestyle there's a lot of bisexual women women who look for other women how do you deal with a woman who comes up to you and says wow you guys like are so hot let's go play well, cool. We have
3: had occasions where there was no conversation and it was assumed with physical action and we had to pause that and say actually no thank you. We're flattered but no thank you and it becomes a discussion. Uh, we find that w- women in the lifestyle tend to have less of the restriction because they think more things are okay.
1: And they shouldn't, but it does happen. And And it it does happen.
3: Men have been conditioned from birth, (laughs) behave. Yeah. And women... feel a sense of freedom in the lifestyle and they'll say, Hey, we're girls, let's just touch uh, everything. Yeah. Well, and it's not always the same. Carol's yeah.
2: had that. We've been in touch. the in the pool or the hot tub at right. Desire at Hito. A girl comes up to her and puts fingers into her pussy. And yeah. is like, you didn't ask. Uh,
4: yes. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, we've always said that the straight women and bisexual men seem to have the the hardest time in the lifestyle because there with the straight women for instance there's too many assumptions yes. there's assumptions that yes. you're going to be by or you just you're just you just need more drinks or right. whatever it right. is right. and yeah so that's that's the same difficulties that we run into so yeah. so ladies out
1: there just be warned that it's not so cool just to jump up and touch other women please ask
4: yeah first. consent 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 same
2: rules apply for everybody yeah. ask first no means no and if you don't get an enthusiastic yes It's a no. It's a no. All right. On that note, we are going to end this portion of this show. We're going to get you guys back on the last day of the cruise next Thursday. It's getting loud here. Everybody's here in the R-Bar with the Swinger Cruise. We're on the Bliss Cruise heading out to, I don't know where. We're going to the BVI's, right?
4: Somewhere. But it doesn't really matter. (laughs) Out to the water for two days. We're (laughs) naked on the
2: water. Naked on the water. Sol Tori from Torrid Souls. Thank you so much for being here. And we cannot wait to have you back here in five days to tell us about your adventures and experiences on this amazing cruise.
1: This is the Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. Stay tuned for some more. Thank you, guys.
0: are listening to the sexy lifestyle with carol and david got a burning question or comment about today's show send an email to ask at Carolandavid.com. and and we just might be answering your question next now back to this week's show
2: all right we're back this is the sexy lifestyle we are carol and david and um, i know it might sound a little different but we are now six days later after we spoke with Tori and Soul.
1: We're in uh, the same R-Bar, but it's not quite as loud and noisy as it was when we w- spoke to you
2: guys first. They are alive and <laughs> kicking. They survived the six days. Well, at least we hope. Smiling. Uh, smiling. <laughs> much yes. bigger smile. Slee- sleep deprived. <laughs> yes. They were up uh, bright and early this morning, going to get much needed caffeine into their bodies. So, guys... You have big smiles on your faces. you We've seen you around this ship. We've bumped into you. I have to say, you look more in love now than you did before. You were walking around the ship holding hands. It, we love love. We love mm-hmm. couples in love. And it is so cool to see um, the happiness on your faces. But let's talk about what has made you happy over the last six days. So let's start with the parties. There's been parties going on, two, three, four at a time. How did you decide which ones to go to and which ones were the best?
4: Well, I think, first of all, just like when we've done resort trips, that our lifestyle, there's sort of a flow of people that it took us a day or two to figure out where everybody was going. Only um, a day or two. Some <laughs> people <laughs> takes eight days. <laughs> well, we tried to go to breakfast this morning. We went to the wrong end
2: of the ship. So all that's
1: right. <laughs> still not getting it all. You know, on day, day says, six, on day nine, you'll get it
0: right. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, yeah. I just want to tell you something. We've done many, many cruises. And some people sitting within this foursome here still can't get it right.
1: (laughs) He's not talking about anyone in particular. No, but no, no, no. I want sex later.
4: Yeah, so, so be, you went yeah. with the flow? Yeah, went with, with the flow. We started out with the promenade was always an amazing way to start the night. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's much like you might see like 6th Street in Austin, Texas, or well, it's Bourbon like, yeah, it's Street. It's like a main street. Yeah, it's yes. like a main street that people walk up and down and parade their costumes. And, and, and it was really a neat way to start the party, and they had DJs there. And And then when people would start to filter out, we're like, "What did everybody leave?" And then somebody says, "No, they're down in Studio B." So we're like, "Oh, okay." So we head down there, and then ended up on the top deck where they have the final late, late party that goes till four in the morning. The Cosmopolitan. Yes, the Cosmopolitan. So. So that was kind of the flow of just about every evening one evening we stayed in but every other evening we were dancing until pretty much four in the morning wow (laughs) and what about that glow party where everybody was on the pool deck that was amazing that was
3: very sweaty
2: and lovely yes (laughs) glowy (laughs) and sweaty visuals of
1: everybody glowing it's uh it's one of our favorite parties. it is
2: and the cool thing about the pool party that some people don't get is the glow party and the pool party happen on the main deck And normally every night at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, the playroom's open and they're packed. There's a lineup to get in and we're going to talk about the playrooms in a second. But on glow night, the playroom ended up being empty because people love partying outdoors. For those of us who come from winter and cold where it's nice and warm here, we want to be outside. And that party, it was almost a full moon. The stars were shining. Everybody was glowing and the music was amazing. So people do come here to party.
3: Absolutely. I found uh, what was very helpful for me at the beginning when they made the announcements to sort of get our bearings. Uh, They said, fun in the front, Food in the back. I've, I would use that
1: all week long. Yes, me And too. I was <laughs> like,
3: okay, where are we? Okay, fun in the front, food in the back. Okay, <laughs> yeah. this is how we get from here to there. And but I
1: think it was you guys who told us on that first meeting on the first day, and I've used it all week long. Yeah. He thinks I'm crazy, but yes, he's absolutely right. I do, I do get mixed up every yeah. single time I turn a corner. Um, so I kept that in my mind. So thank you for that little bit sort of information. Some people said
2: <laughs> food in the back, fucking in the front. Well, I Uh, think that's part of the fun. (laughs) Exactly, exactly.
1: Fucking fun. They all go together. They go together. So the parties were fantastic. Uh, Did you have a favorite of all the parties you went to, all the costumes you wore? Was there something that really stands out as a favorite moment for you
3: guys? I like the kinky night we mm-hmm. We're
4: fairly new to the kink world and so we've been sort of toying with that. Were um, you the
2: guys dressed as Kiss last night? Oh no, no that wasn't us. Those were pretty phenomenal <laughs> costumes, absolutely. Yeah. Can
4: you give a visual or explain what you guys dressed up in as last night? Sure. Yeah, it's basically black sort of two-piece outfits. The would be the equivalent of sort of a bra and underwear but with lots of straps and laces mm-hmm. or sorry, straps and Whatever strings Little, everywhere. Yes, okay.
3: Yeah, my shorts didn't have a crotch; <laughs> <laughs> they had strings for a crotch, <laughs> and uh, the top was revealing as well. Uh, had a collar on, uh-huh. and and I was holding the leash, Yay. so that's a new dynamic Yay. that we're toying
4: with. So I that like was that because fun. you
1: get a chance to try all new things, right? And mm-hmm. if it works, great. And if not at least, you tried it.
3: Yeah, yeah, and I really love wearing boots, and I had a thigh had on a thigh high thigh high boots. Thigh-high boots. Um five inch heels
2: and I just feel really powerful wow. and sexy. And you're a tall woman to start with, so yeah. you were definitely when she oh. wears those boots. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah.
1: Wow. And but I'm sure you caught a few heads turning as you walked <laughs> down the promenade as you came out in early. Evening. It was fun.
3: Yeah. yeah. Yes, for sure. And
4: did you guys get a chance to get to the to the um, dungeon? That's yeah, it. actually we wandered in there two of the nights and watch some of the scenes that were going on. Some really interesting stuff. Again, we're so new to it, Mm -hmm. so a lot of it is just seeing what people do. And it's
1: intriguing because it's such a huge, the BDSM is a very large lifestyle that you could just pick and choose what you like to try. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be everything. It doesn't have
4: to be pain. It doesn't have to be any one particular thing at a time. Yeah, we like the way they set up the dungeon in that it was the scenes were going on on the stage and yet then it was in a theater so people could sit discreetly wherever they wanted to to watch the scenes and not feel like they were in the middle of it if they didn't feel up to that right I and thought it was really well done
1: a good way of learning as well taking it all in
3: yeah I really love the atmosphere I love the way they had the stage set up with the lighting and the music and the backdrop which had flames and it was just a very powerful scene did you guys catch up with a goddess phoenix at any point when
1: she was doing her whipping and her flogging? We've seen her a few times on the yes. ship, yeah. Yeah, she
3: <laughs> caught up with me. Oh. And, uh, it was quite interesting. Yeah, she took your collar for a little while last At night. some point I was uh, with my collar and leash and somebody else had it and she came over to find out what the dynamic was all about and we had a little bit of an interchange
2: that was quite...
3: And we got to learn from her. So
4: you know, I She's am a king ha- therapist. I am
2: happy to say that I hid from her the whole (laughs) trip and went the other way because on the last cruise, she got me with a Black & Decker flogger and it was just like, I got to rest my wrist, but I still got to flog you and it went brum, 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 brum. Carol got it on video and it was just like... He
1: actually enjoyed it very much. He pretended he was hiding from her but he actually enjoyed it very much. <laughs> but I know that Goddess Phoenix does kink therapy so, I mean, she's totally into it in, in a positive way making mm-hmm. sure people understand how you can get your release and what's, uh, I guess, all the benefits of doing kink together and maybe that's part of what you guys are interested in.
4: Yeah, that's part of what we're le- learning and noticing is that what Sola says is that it really helps her to get out of her head when right. she's on a leash and she doesn't have the choices to make mm-hmm. it just lets her drop into her body and just experience the moment so and
1: trusting you i mean that's what it's all about it's giving the trust over to you and that gives you some power as well right that's what makes yeah. you in charge and then you know that you have to take care of her make sure she's happy but she's putting her whole entire trust in you because well,
4: ultimately as we're learning it has nothing that people think of the person who is the dom or the top as being in control but ultimately you're only in they can say red at any point right so ultimately you're only in control as long as they want to do what they're doing <laughs> yes yes absolutely
1: so. so that's very cool you got a chance to try
2: out some new things so let's move on to the people on board and there are very few same-sex couples on board were you guys welcome that people treat you differently because you were a married same-sex female couple
4: I would say that we're definitely welcome. I think yes. there's no question about that. There was nothing negative to say in any way, shape, or form. I think people are confused. So, as we are <laughs> used to... <laughs> you, you unconfused them? Well, you had to explain, right? The ones that we talked to... It's funny because now we're six days later, six days in, and now people are... We tried to get to breakfast and back, and we can't get there because everybody's like, oh, I've been meaning to talk to you. I've been meaning to talk to you. Now oh, we s-
3: saw you doing this, and we saw you doing that, and we saw the dynamic, and we, s- and so now they're more open to asking questions ask and questions saying hi, so, how it's all but working.
4: we're always so friendly. We say hi to everyone, but some people are still stand back and want to observe first and figure out our din- dynamic before they speak with us. I so. really
1: like that people are asking you questions because it's all about learning. And and we don't and respect. know what we don't know respect, yeah. until we ask those questions and we get to learn, and so so, what were some of those questions that people did ask you?
4: Well, sometimes, obviously, the one is like, how do you guys play? That's Kay. obviously not the first question people tend to ask. It was the first question I asked. <laughs> 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 okay, people other than David. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but basically, people will ask just, uh, are we together? Are we a couple? Is usually one of the first Kay. questions. Mm-hmm. And, or are you here as friends? So, how does that work? And are you with time
3: someone? Going? Going? Yeah, sometimes people say, Where are your husbands? We're standing beside each other. Uh huh. Okay.
4: Yeah.
2: Holding hands.
0: Yeah.
4: (laughs) But that doesn't mean anything, right? That means nothing on a a
0: swinger cruise. (laughs) Yes, that's true.
1: Um, and so when you um, you obviously are happy to answer the questions yeah. and you're certainly proud of your situation is it is there something that um, you then explain a little bit further you yeah go depending into on the
4: conversation and their interest level but everybody's been very respectful so we will talk about our dynamic and the fact that we're married and how we play which is with single guys which means that on a cruise like this we don't tend to play very often because mm-hmm. it's just not the dynamic that tends to match and they're sort of intrigued by all of that because I wouldn't have thought that They wouldn't have thought that that Mm -hmm. dynamic even existed Right So So
3: to see two women together The obvious assumption is Lesbian couple Right When they speak to us And they find out that we're both bisexual Then they're like How does that work? And, we and then we meet people like
4: the couples we met from Texas and Arizona where that we were trying to say, oh, the, oh, there's the lesbians. And we're like, yeah, but we're bi. It's like, oh, you oh, don't yes. understand that. Okay, we'll call you the fake lesbians. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> so we had to introduce them to the real lesbians. Yeah, so then we got to introduce them to sapphic
4: <laughs> <Suffolk laughs> <to laughs> <Suffolk laughs> swingers because yes. they were walking by like, say, here, let us pull over the real lesbians. Oh, <laughs> that's so funny.
2: That's really and, funny. And did you have like women come up to you who wanted to play with you as a threesome but all women because a lot of my are women yeah assumption that you guys
4: are into women obviously Mm. that's an assumption on the cruise we're very pleasantly surprised that for the most part it's been very respectful Mm -hmm. uh we had a couple instances where someone would just grab her butt that was hanging out on kink night Mm -hmm. and something like that but i just correct them and they're fine Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. but that's not that's not
2: acceptable for anybody, regardless if you're a same-sex couple, if you're a no-sex couple, if you're a regular couple, you can't just grab people. Mm -hmm. And Carol has found a couple of times that women believe that sometimes because a girl touches a girl, it's okay,
1: and it's not really the case obviously the respect no. has to be there you have to ask first it has to be consensual so everybody out there thinking that girls just go around grabbing other girls it's still not good no it's not. yeah, yeah. and we yeah. D-
3: we did have a lot of respect yeah uh, res- respectful but situations where women would come at, come up to us and say you guys are gorgeous wow and Absolutely. then just
2: leave and that would be okay with the compliment. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and get into talking about your experience in the playroom, your take on the differences between this trip and a beach trip. So we're going to ask everyone to hang on. We are, we are Carol and David. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We're talking with Tori and Soul from ToriSolz.com. And we'll be right back.
1: Great sex matters. And we all want better sex, right? And one of the biggest issues preventing people from getting there is that everyday stress. And we have with us Lynn and Jonam, founders of Amarita Awakening. So Jonam, how do people get to have better sex from following your program and workshops? Great question, Carol. So this is almost like taking a mini vacation. And it's all about taking that sensual journey into the depths of your own mind, so that you can instantly relax and reconnect with yourself. And from there, you can connect far better with whoever you're sharing this intimate time with. And
0: you can do all of this from the comfort of your own home.
1: That's true. We created this as a tool so that you guys can be at home and learn to tune out the stresses and distractions of your work of day life and tune into the freedom that you really want to be here and to be present. Because when you're able to shut off that monkey mind, you know, the one that just chatters and chatters when you're trying to pay attention to something else, it stops you from being able to really de-stress. So, with the Amrita Awakening Series, you're able to be free and explore just how much pleasure you can feel. And honestly, we have found that there really is no upper limit.
2: Lynn Jonam, thank you so much. To learn more, go visit amritaexperience.com. That's A M R I T A Experience.com
1: we are carol and david and this is the sexy lifestyle we're here on the bliss cruise and we're talking with a wonderful couple who's been enjoying the bliss cruise for the very first time and we're getting their take on what's going on what was the best thing they did and how they enjoyed their first experience on the bliss cruise so let's talk first about how it's a little bit different than let's say a land vacation what would you say would be the number one thing that makes a cruise different from a land vacation you can't just leave
4: <laughs> yeah, well, he can get away. I with guess. <laughs> um, I think for me, what I think we've discussed is that the difference is is that it's the same group of people starting and ending uh-huh. together, right? Which we have had in, in takeovers, hotel takeovers, and such. But this is for seven days, right? So that was really unique. That you do tend to f- see a lot of the same people and over and over again because you tend to have the same routines as other people. You, we tend to be late breakfast people and late lunch people and late dinner people and up till four in the morning. So, we see a lot of the same people on that schedule. Um, and you have a chance of seeing them. It's not like they're leaving tomorrow.
1: Right. <laughs> That's true because I can recall the very beginning when we got into this lifestyle and we started going to resorts. The first thing we would do when we meet a new couple, we would say, Where are you from? And, you know, how long are you going to be here for you kind of want to know are we going to invest in this relationship or are we just going to see you and you're going to be gone tomorrow in the morning Um, so the funny thing is we're all here on the cruise ship for the same number of time you don't have to ask someone when are you leaving right Mm -hmm. not that you want to get rid of them but that's always your you're wondering how long you're here for so uh, yeah that's definitely a difference i would say
3: i would also add that um, because it is such a large ship and so many couples that it's it's a good idea to have your (laughs) slut card (laughs) whatever you want to call it we've heard them called all kinds of things with uh, a, a nice picture of yourself and your names and your cabin number and you can approach somebody and say you know we find you attractive and this is our room or hey we'd like to meet and talk more this is our card and that way in case you don't see them again at least you know you've given them the information and there's a chance and if you made enough of an impression then they may they, they leave will leave a come message looking your wall. for so you
1: and those social cards i find are like an icebreaker even you know when you're handing something over and people have a chance to look at it and say oh you're from florida or you're from california or wherever you might be and you get a chance to then go on and, and introduce yourself a bit further mm-hmm. what
2: about the difference we've been to desire we've been to hito you guys just before this we're at hidden beach And on those types of resorts or vacations, you can leave your room naked. You can walk everywhere naked except the restaurants. Here, you have to walk out of your room with clothes on and then around the pool you could be naked. How does that translate into the vacation being a little bit different and maybe not as sexy?
4: I think it's different and it's a different environment but we're really good at just kind of going with the flow of whatever it is is what we do. We've created we have cover ups that are really simple and quick to throw on so it looks like a dress but it's just not wearing anything t-shirt. underneath <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> so we've made it pretty simple and easy. I think because it's air-conditioned inside, we don't mind putting clothes right. on oh, right. to go from the pool.
3: <laughs> and sometimes when you're naked for a really long time, I can't speak for anybody else, but with me, I feel like I want to put clothes on every so often. Just to just cover to up. Just cover up or feel different or it's just... You know, I I tend not to do something for a really long time. So if I'm naked for a long time, I'll put clothes on. If I have clothes on for a while, I'm not like that.
4: I can be naked day, (laughs) night,
1: forever. I will definitely work well in a nudist colony, that's for sure. Yeah, that's the way I am.
4: (laughs) I did find that on the pool deck, it was somewhat surprising that the not as many people were naked as I mm-hmm. thought right. would be. Mm-hmm. So the comfortable thing for someone considering the cruise is if you're not ready to get naked, you don't have to. Right, absolutely. There's plenty of people in full bathing suits and bathing suits. for the whole bathing week, suits. Yes, yes, exactly. exactly. And,
2: yeah. and the reason for that is over 50% of the people on a cruise like this, uh, the Bliss Cruise, and we're here also with the swingercruise.com, is that they don't play. And it could be clothing optional, it could be topless optional, it could be whatever you want optional. Because it's really a trip about exploring your sexuality, about opening up, and about having a great vacation with you and your partner.
4: Yeah, agreed. Com- 100% agree. So. Yeah,
1: now that's I know nice. David wants to get into the playroom scene, but I do want to ask you before we get started, did you spot that cowboy that we were talking about on the
3: earlier segment? <laughs> did you see him walking well, around, that Texas guy we described to you? We saw some cowboys, and they—you uh-huh. know I got my howdy. There you go. <laughs> and it was kind of hot. Well, we walked right past each other. We're probably about 12 inches from each other, uh-huh. and he looked at me, and I looked at him, and he says, howdy. And I went, hi. And that and it was just basically it. started hit. dripping down so yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Clean up in aisle <laughs> seven. Uh,
2: so let's talk about the playrooms. There's many. There was the outdoor playroom. There was the, we'll call it the... exhibitionist playroom and then there was the conference room playroom where it was only couples. Which ones did you experience? Which ones did you enjoy the most? And what did you do when you got into the playroom?
4: Well, we through my request we went to play up on the open air deck which wasn't that amazing was your suggestion in the first yeah, place yes. did you put sunscreen um, on your butt I don't know that we were there that long <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: but at and it would have s- been on my butt <laughs> because it you were on <laughs> your oh. back yeah exactly so um, but because Seoul's not that much of an exhibitionist we don't tend to play in open spaces like that um, and so but it was fun I loved it she kept saying look up at the sky because you know that's what I wanted feel the wind in your hair so <laughs>
2: yeah. but not I like not feel really cool. the tongue on on your <laughs> pussy. <Yeah. laughs> well, well that I, was a given. <laughs> <what> I like <laughs> the fact that you had to
1: push your limits a little bit and push your boundaries by fulfilling this request, I guess. Uh, yes. from from Tori that how did that feel that you were being an exhibitionist at that point and if you're not that comfortable?
3: I found a way to make it work for me. Right. Um I'm trained in massage. Okay. So I brought the oil and I gave her a massage, which gave me something to focus on. Good. Knowing that she would like to feel the, the wind and see the sun and look at the sky and I could focus on what I needed to and, you know, get the job done the and way she the wanted to. become more. <laughs> yes. And did and you have,
1: were you able to block out that there was a whole bunch of people there watching? No. You, no. Okay. You no. knew that you were being an exhibitionist. I, I knew okay. that. It,
3: especially being outside and with it being bright sunlight. Right. Not dark. Exactly that yeah. i could see everything so after everything was over while well, we when we were finished playing you know we both lay there and we watched other people isn't that cool so that was kind of cool it's
2: like live porn mm-hmm. <laughs> you sit there you've just had a great orgasm you're in the afterglow and you're watching and hearing other people fuck
1: now was that something you checked off your box and you don't want to do it again or is it if you were on another cruise or another opportunity came up would you be able to do that again and enjoy it
3: I will do it because she enjoys it. Okay. It's not something that's high on my list. And if I didn't do it, then I wouldn't have missed it. But the fact that she wanted to and she wanted to enjoy it, I would have missed her
4: enjoying that. I like that. I like that a lot. did
2: you try the indoor playrooms? Yes.
4: Yes. Well, we toured through. There was a few different events throughout the week. So, we toured through on one of the events, which was the By Ladies Play and although we didn't play during that time, we wandered through just to kind of see the environment. It was very interesting. It's very different dynamics.
1: Actually, I have not seen that. Can you explain a little bit what that was? Only ladies in there?
4: Yeah, it was just ladies in there. The gentlemen were not welcome. Okay. Um, and it was, it was just, it's interesting, just not having the base of the male voices okay. even yeah. was just a different experience. Yes, so. it was
3: a lot lighter in terms of um, because I am so uh, sensitive to noise and sounds and light, it was very different. It was very well. Feminine
1: sounds. I'm going to say the feminine side that yes. uh, just sounds like that to me. Uh, that you're just getting a lighter, like you called it lighter, but maybe more feminine, more softer. Yeah, and even softer. just
3: feeling the room, mm-hmm. it was a different energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The masculine cool. energy not being and there was And describe the room. Different. How many
4: beds? Was it sheer? Was it soft? What did it look yeah, like? Yeah, the beds are, they do the playrooms well. So they have all of the different, I guess the equivalent of a queen size or king size beds. They have all the different mattresses and then they have the sheer curtains which people could have hanging down or open them up if they okay. wish to mm-hmm. be exposed in whatever degree. And how many beds are we talking about here? Oh, goodness. I don't know, 25, 30, 25, something 30, like that. Yeah. So And
2: were they just two women together, three women? Was There it was Margie? all combinations.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was all combinations. There were some that were just there as one-on-one and then in the center area there was some groups of six or eight that we saw.
3: So yeah, cool. The center area is completely open so it's got There's couches no pertin- on around the edge so it's obviously for people who want to be witnessed yes yeah. <laughs> and then the beds around the edges have the curtains in right. case you want a little bit more and privacy. you didn't consider
4: playing there at all you were just while we you came in towards the end okay. so we did actually start and then we didn't realize how strict it was okay six o'clock the lights oh. are going on oh, so gotcha. yeah so
2: that was the end of that so you put that aside and then they went to another playroom later on in the day
4: that one yeah I'm not sure if we did go to that one or we just took it to the room
0: <laughs> I think that's what we did so that's okay uh, now that's did, did, all
2: good did you make it to the main couples playroom
4: we wandered down there but we were uh, in the fine print of signing up for the cruise we already knew that they had said that that was for male female couples okay. only so we did wander down there just to see if it was actually the case mm-hmm. and it was Interesting. so they were polite about it they said we know they didn't say it's couples only they said male female couples only and so what's your take on that why that would be important I think possibly for people that are a hetero couple, male-female couple, I think for perhaps especially if they're not into any byplay, maybe they're just looking to have that couple-by-couple-by-couple by couple by couple time. Mm-hmm. That's my best guess okay. for it. It's probably based in fears of things that they've had happen at other clubs where they just don't feel respected if yeah. it's anything it's but mm-hmm. male-female couples. Okay. Um, I don't necessarily agree, but don't necessarily disagree. It's People can put whatever they want as a rules for whatever room but there's plenty of other places to play so
2: well it sounds like you guys had a great time how do you think this cruise this trip and i know you've been traveling for weeks and weeks and weeks now (laughs) but this trip in particular has strengthened your couple
4: how has it strengthened well i think everything we do together does and It's interesting because when we're talking to people, because the vast majority of the time that we're on this cruise, for instance, we're talking and getting to know couples and making friends from around the world. And the more we talk about our story and the more we talk about us as well as in the process of introducing to other people, it just reminds us of why we're together. It reminds us of what's so great about this. So that's what I would say.
3: We didn't get the Wi-Fi package and we love that. Because we were totally disconnected from everything other than with each other. So we have that extra energy that we would be surfing and uh, (laughs) looking at, you know, all the social media. We didn't do that, so we spent that energy on each other. On the balcony, in the bedroom. And and so do you
2: (laughs) you think you found out something new about Tori on this trip that you didn't know before? I'm not
3: sure
4: if anything new, but I, we did explore, because one of the playroom times that we did go in there was by males and their partners. Oh. And so that was a first for us to be able to both kind of experience that visual Right? Yes and so that was interesting. W- something I learned about her is how much this is Souls fantasy to be able to see that. so and she's getting very vocal about it. So I don't <laughs> nice. know if that's learning anything about me, but I learned that about you. you learned that's about very me. Cool. I don't know
3: what it is but you know watching guys together is just so incredibly hot. <laughs> it is for me as well.
2: So we're at the end of our show. Um, we know you guys have your own podcast. Are you going to do an episode on your experience on the Bliss Cruise?
4: Yeah, we do more in the moment type impromptu recordings. So this morning we had, we found someone that matched our, um, we didn't, play with anybody else except each other for most of the cruise until last night and we did and then I would say it would be this morning except we hadn't slept yet and so we just pulled out the recorder and we just record our thoughts after that and that will become an episode. Excellent. Wow, I look forward to hearing that one.
1: Now, if you had any final advice that we could leave uh, our audience with something about let's just say any couple doesn't have to be a swinger couple if they're considering coming on this type of sexy vacation which is a cruise ship what would you say uh, is some good advice
4: for them? I think the best advice is that just stretch outside your comfort zone. And honestly, anything is fine. It's just be clear about what you do or don't want to the people that you meet. There is no pressure. Well, there I guess people could interpret things as pressure, but that doesn't have to be. Right. Um, the people we've met on this cruise that were their first time coming, we met one couple that it's their first lifestyle anything. Okay.
2: There's, there's and lots this yeah. cruise, yeah.
4: right? And yet they felt perfectly comfortable. They just you find your own niche, you find your people to talk to and just go with it.
2: There was a couple we met at the pre-party from Australia and it was total anxiety for her because there was the unknown and they went to a couple of workshops and she learned a little bit more and a little bit more and i just saw them earlier this morning and she said this was the best fucking vacation ever and i'll quote miss lynn on that one (laughs) but yes you have to come in with an open mind a soul like you did up in the outdoor playroom let's try this and the worst thing that's going to happen is you guys are going to say, eh, it's not great. Let's just go do something else. And there's lots of different things we can do over here. Mm-hmm. So or they
1: or they would be dragging you out, kicking and screaming when those bisexual guys were turning you on. <laughs>
4: Either way. <laughs> Either way.
2: So, guys, take a minute and tell everyone where they can find you, your podcast. Reach out to you. Ask your questions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We
4: welcome all of that. Uh, so TorridSouls.com, so T-O-R-R-I-D-S-O-U-L-S dot com. And as well, of course, like every podcast, it can be on any player on, that you have already on your cell phone. Uh, we are also most active on Instagram and Twitter.
3: Yes. We send us messages if you want to have, uh, have questions you want to ask us. We're there to uh.
4: except when we're on the cruise <laughs> <laughs> with no, no, wi-fi. With no wi-fi. we just disappeared <laughs> and, and of course
2: we're going to make this simple because you guys are going to have a guest page up on our website so you can go to thesexylifestyle.com and find everything about Toward Souls right over there
1: and we're learning more and more every week with all our fantastic guests and we hope you do too just visit our website thesexylifestyle.com to find out more about all our expert guests you can even contact them if you have questions about sex sexuality or relationships And remember to sign up on SDC.com if you're looking for an open-minded online community to meet other sexy people and find out where the events are happening near you. Just use promo code 30314 for your first month free and check it out. And we want to invite everyone to join us at Hedonism 2 in Jamaica during Goddess Week, May 9-16, to hosted by Kim and Brad from Tantric Hearts. And we have Kim here with us to tell us all about the highlights of the week and what to expect.
4: Hello, everybody. Thank you, Carol. I am so excited about the Goddess Week. We are going to have so much fun. We're going to be exploring goddess spot, feminine empowerment, manifesting your desires. So if you're looking for more passion, more connection, more intimacy in your relationships, and also you want to have more passion in yourself and in your relationships, then we can help you
0: with finding that goddess within. So join us.
1: Uh, We're looking forward to it. We're going to be here and having a whole lot of fun. So if you want to find out more about this event, uh, of course, you can go to tantrichearts.com and thesexylifestyle.com. We'll have all the information posted there.
2: Once again, that's Hedo 2, May 9th to 16th for Goddess Week go to lifestyle.com or tantrichearts.com you just have to give yourself permission to relax have fun, reconnect with your partner at the most iconic adult playground in the world for more information about this or anything else visit our website thesexylifestyle.com or as always send us an email at ask at well that's it for our show today Tori, Soul, thank you so much for being here thank
4: you for having oh, us thank you
2: so much, this was a lot of fun And let's thank everybody out there for listening as well.
1: Uh, Join us again next time for another hour of the Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy,
2: and always horny. Stay sexy, everyone. Until next time.